had this kind of like this idea. If you think of something, you can say it, you know? Podcasting is uh, ideas that are put onto the internet. I mean, every time you make a point, it's, it's mostly in your head. You know, your mouth is just responding to what your head is telling you to do. You can say any sentence you really wanted to, if you put your mind to it, if you try it long enough, or if you can think of it, you can pretty much say it on a podcast. Say, say it, Kyle. Say the magic words. Say the magic words, Kyle. What's up, skateboarders? Welcome back to Vent City. This is episode 18. I it's actually 19 because I put the wrestling one on the main feed. This is episode 19 and what's up, skaters? 19 skaters. Are you up? What's up? Ted loves to sneak the wrestling content in there on the main feed. <laughs> yeah. He can't help himself. Uh... <laughs> We have an incredibly full room on the pod this evening. We have Ted Barrow, uh, new resident of California. We have Ryan Lay. I'm going left to right here. Ryan Lay, um, who I I really truly do think looks um, a little underfed. We have Kristen Ebeling, who is lagging in terms of her internet quality, but not in terms of her stoke. And then we also have Ted Schmitz, Staying hydrated in the midst of pandemic. Uh, hi, everyone. How's everyone? Oh, splendid. Well I think I think we're all lagging in terms of stuff. <laughs> yeah, we got pretty we got pretty doomer vibes right now. Doomer vibes. Uh, but we're here. Tweet to me. Everyone's we're here. in a various stage of quarantine zone as we enter the first few days of uh, coronavirus. Yeah. yeah, widespread coronavirus, and we're all being good, yeah. right? Like we're all we're all abiding by um, you know the sort of mandates. Are we are we doing it uh, right? Yeah, I just had to cancel my trip to Hawaii <laughs> that we uh, we had planned a, a month and a half ago, and no vacation. Man. Should we well, should we culture. start? Should we start? <laughs> should we start off by sharing all the things that we don't get to do, or should Ryan's Hawaii trip be really the the kind of the icing, and we don't even need the cake? We all have our own personal Hawaii trips that we've canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually maybe gonna go, yeah. but I for sure can't. Flagstaff. <laughs> oh, yeah, Kristen was yeah, yeah. So there's uh, there's actual pain and suffering though in the, yeah. in the world we don't need yeah. to worry about yeah. that um i'm happy to just fucking watch skate videos with people indoors yeah it's the yeah. least i can do i I, here, right. I have a question about how close i can get to this mic um remember <laughs> november when i had like cold sores the whole time right i don't know if no. y'all remember that but i do i definitely <laughs> complain like, about yeah. it and chris uh, and i was given very good advice um now I'm worried that my cold sore touched my mic and then it's going to give me herpes again. Do you think that, <laughs> do you think herpes lives on the mic foam for four months? You probably five, could wash the foam, Ted. <laughs> I um, do. I, I, I believe. Yeah. You can't wash the foam, but you can disinfect it. Um, oh. If you can, yeah, just wipe it on your forehead. That's the oil cancels it out. Yeah, forehead grease, it's like, like dish soap. Yeah, it's dial. Don't wipe the mic all over your face. I, I have been nervous about how long th uh, things can live on surfaces recently. Yeah. Wonder why. Yeah, I don't know. Can, I I feel like it's a good time to be overly cautious of everything. Yeah. Can I tell you something? Like 
what overly cautious that I've done. Yeah. I before the sort of economic anxiety happened, I had bought a Roger board from No Comply nice. in Texas. Hell yeah. Because uh Mike Sieben. I don't know why the Ryan Thompson boards aren't just like flooding the shelves in Arizona. Yeah, that guy <laughs> fucking rips. Yeah, yes. he does. So he does. another Ryan so, that rips. I I I love Sieben's art and and I was just like this is a fucking great board, great skater. I bought it. It came in the mail. And I was like, you know what? I am not going to take this inside the house for a few days. So I put gloves on and then I put it on the top shelf of my outside laundry room. And I'm going to leave it there for five days before I open it. It's <laughs> <laughs> that fucking crazy? It's very cautious. It's okay yeah, to be it's, cautious. It's, it's, it's pretty cautious. Uh, um, Chris, and yeah. I, I had a question for you because you, you, and your band squeezed in a trip like r- right just before <laughs> the sort of like quarantine came down. Like wh- it was, was actually a Corona spreading trip. <laughs> They're like, yeah. let's get people Weirdly. to mosh. And uh, we, we've yeah, uh, you contracted went from the, the virus. Seattle to. Um... <laughs> so uh, it was it was it was China to Italy and then to Seattle. And then they did a nationwide trip. <laughs> Yeah, you close the Thrasher offices <laughs> and Supreme. <laughs> it's all on me. Uh, uh, no, dude, here's the thing. We gathered some of the dirtiest punks, you know, in a tight room and had them get sweaty together. Um, to beef up the immune system. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. We literally squeaked it in because we started in the Northwest and then we went south as it was kind of like, we literally went to the Bay Area and like a day later, it was like a state of emergency. No gatherings of more than 35 people were permitted and like all of this shit. Right. And then, okay, we flew back from LA to Seattle and I had my sister-in-law's wedding the next day. So Alex and I drove up to Canada, got into Canada fine, went to the wedding um, but then we drove back across the border, like again, absolutely no problems at all. And then I was hearing like a day later, anybody that was coming from out of country was getting like quarantined and stuff. So I don't know how much truth there is to that, but I feel very lucky that I was able to visit, uh, <laughs> go out of the country and into multiple states in the last with the week. No problem. No. Um, yes. so Kristen, are, are you now, are you now like, locked in are you are you social distancing are you like I'm locked in. Um, are, are you making are you atoning for you know creating pits <laughs> like by <laughs> by not seeing anyone like how are, how are you handling it yeah there's a pull-up bar behind her uh, a couple barbells <laughs> <laughs> copy of war and peace uh, <laughs> <laughs> no I, I definitely am keeping it mellow i feel bad that i went and personally stimulated the coronavirus vaccine economy um, yeah, I'm yeah. definitely chilling at home. Um, I've been yeah. going on walks lately. It's been really nice out randomly in Seattle, which is insane. For this of course it year, would. But. Of course it would. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what does yeah. it mean for skate like a girl? Like I, I saw some events were getting canceled. Um, does, does this have everything. a big effect on kind of, yeah. Yeah. Everything's yeah, canceled. Yeah. down all same of our with, stuff too. Yeah. Same with skate after school and in most anybody that works with children and in Seattle, the schools, I know that they're supposed to be closed at least until April 25th or 24th or something like that. So it's a quite a ways away. So we're kind of, um, preparing for the worst, which is like that we won't be able to have our summer camps, which is like a huge way that we make money to be able to make us like last year round. I'm really scared about that. I'm thinking about, you know, you know, maybe I need to take some unpaid vacation days off other directors maybe as well. So we can all, 
stay sustainable, right. you know, like I've worked other jobs where they just like lay off all of the frontline staff and then like the bosses are fine, you know, and I don't want to be a part of an organization right. like that. So I've been trying to think about that. We haven't gotten absolutely to the dire straits at this point. We're like, wow, we can finally organize our Google drive and like <laughs> we can, you know, <laughs> save this where it needs to go, like doing all that kind of stuff. But I think after a few weeks, we're going to like have to really figure out some other stuff because yeah, it's, it's honestly, it's pretty scary. Kristen, can yeah. you like even fucking think? Because I, I feel the same way where I'm like, oh, there's all this work to catch up on at home. You know, like I can organize my computer and my phone and all this stuff, get through old emails, but I just can't even focus. No. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. Like it's the, been the, really just hard. the onslaught of, of news is just tough. And also like not, you know, like working from home can be kind of difficult too. Yeah. It's been really So hard. I, my, you know, half of my life is keeping up with uh, writers um, and the writers in the writing community, um, are of course like taking to this, uh, as, as you know, I think a, people, people in a certain, uh, status and Ted Schmitz, you and I were talking about this a little bit, like for some of us, there's this sort of weird, um, like weird, quiet, but also like really powerful guilt about the fact that like, Hey, for a lot of us, we happen to be in a lifestyle that allows this to kind of go, go on without being like, you know, radically, um, disruptive. And I think yeah. a lot of the people that, um, are writers and professor, you know, professors right now that I know are dealing with putting all their courses online, which is miserable. But yeah. a lot of people who are professional writers are like, well, you know, this is just, you know, this could even be good for me. I could even be more productive because I can't leave the house. But the fact is to get back to what Ryan was saying, it's really fucking hard to expect any of us to be productive in a time like this when you are worried about loved ones or you are worried about people you don't know. You are worried about um, who exactly is going to come through with support for the unsupported in this country and so on. So I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to do everything I can to just go easy on myself and not try to be super productive, despite the fact that I'm indoors all day long. Yeah. And yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I hope that this turns around, you know, and, and by the time the show comes out, this isn't the trajectory. But like the fact that for most of us who are under like 35, this is the second recession that we're about to endure. Right. And what that means is like, yeah, well, a lot of us have experience in um, digital copywriting and um, like digital content management. So I we're, we're good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> bear market. Uh, Ted Barrow, how are you handling all this, man? Are you being productive? Or are you, are you, uh, finding any sort of, um, silver lining in anything? Honestly, uh, it's, yeah, this last week has been really nice. Um, I mean, it, I've been homebound. I've been able to catch up on a lot of writing assignments and goals that I've had and also spend time with my mom and not work all the time. Yeah. It's been good. Um, I mean, I, I, I know that sounds incredibly privileged or whatever, but, uh, yeah. for me in particular, the last two months have been nonstop stress and, uh, turmoil. And so <clears throat> I'm looking at this time as just a time to pull back a little bit and sort of get grounded and understand where I am and what I can do with the limited means that I have. Yeah, sometimes those constraints can be nice. It's like crisis mode makes you revalue re and uh, re-examine the things that, that yeah. you know, make your life nice. You know, 
Gramsci wrote his prison notebooks and came up with hegemony <laughs> while he was in prison. It's all sorts so, of stuff you can do. I'm so glad we got to Gramsci already. We're only yeah. like eight minutes in. Well yeah. done. <laughs> um, all right. So this raises, I, I think, for uh, all of us and um, uh, certainly a lot of our listeners, uh, a really interesting kind of ethical and um, maybe sort of scientific question, which is like, okay, so given that we've got this thing that we love and that we devote a lot of our time to, um, we, uh, we all want to keep doing it, right? Like we all want to keep skateboarding. Um, I presume. Uh, so the, the question is, and you know, there was a good article on Jenkum today that, uh, our buddy friend of the pod, Christian care wrote, um, about, you know, w- what are the things to keep in mind if indeed you do want to try skating at a time like this? Um, which, I guess the first question I have is like, how are you guys going to do this? Like, are are you going to sneak in skating? Are you going to meet up with friends and try to just be like really cautious about it? Do you have reservations about going out and being in the world and skateboarding? Um, how are you guys going to handle it? Because I'm still trying to figure it out myself. I skate solo at, at, at like 2 a.m. Right. Yeah. <laughs> to three in the morning. <laughs> Uh, I have never seen another person when I skated. So uh, I, I would actually encourage one more person to go to the culinary dropout parking lot uh, tomorrow night at midnight. For the yeah. 28 days uh, later sesh with Ted Schmitz. Yeah. No. Um, I, I actually, I, I skated two days ago with my friends um, and uh, a, a friend of mine who's um a tremendous person uh tim ward skate after school been mentioned many a times he came up with a coffee much like uh garrett hill so um he was deserving of some sort of karmic retribution but uh we skated together and he and he goes hey like what's up we're meeting but we're not gonna high five so give me an elbow bump and i was riding i was mobile he was mobile and i went to give him an elbow bump and i exploded the coffee in his hand all over him (laughs) nice and Perf. and and I took that as a sign to say, you know what? I mostly skate alone. I think I'm gonna keep to that for a few months. Yeah. Was that was that that sign that you took after he was like, God damn it, Ted, I'm never fucking skating with you again. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um and it's been like, a little rough. I've decided to skate alone. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um but yeah, uh I, I'm I'm fairly okay with the idea of skating pretty removed in a parking lot very late. I know not everybody stays up as late as me, but I think just like I feel nervous about encouraging people to go to the skate park as well. Like I don't want people to drive by and be like, oh, shit, there's like four dudes at Mitchell. I guess we're all good. Let's let's mob the sesh. Right. Right. Um, so. Yeah, I would say um, I'm a big solo skater as well. And I would say stay away from the skate park, you know, like find something weird and remote that you want to skate and don't. And I, I really liked, uh, in that Jenkin piece, the reminder not to really push yourself. I mean, we all know that you can get hurt, um, doing something really stupid, but, um, just skate within your means and be aware of where you are and and who you're around and try to not be around that many people. Okay, so Did that you write the sticker that goes on top of skateboards. What's that? The skate oh. within your means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The one that has like uh, the stairs. Don't don't 
That's impossible to rip off. Have you ever ripped that sticker (laughs) off perfectly? Anybody? No. (laughs) You have to do it with the razor blade. What is that? Yeah. Dude, that's some fucking. They use the worst adhesive ever. I love it. It's like it's like it's a sticker about safety, but you have to get grab the most dangerous thing in the toolbox to remove it. (laughs) That's the honestly the biggest threat to skateboarders right there is removing that fucking sticker. It's like uh, skate within your means. Don't cut your fingers off trying to take the sticker off. (laughs) Use a (laughs) flamethrower. Dude, have you ever gotten bummed though that you can still see that sticker after you put your grip tape on? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You got to remove that sticker. It'll bump up if you don't take it off. You have to remove that sticker. I've ever noticed that sticker. Must be nice, Ryan. I don't think we have them on welcome boards. Yeah, because because the the promo boards you've always gotten they're 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 not ready for distribution. (laughs) No one's ever told me to skate within my means. I've always just kind of excelled. (laughs) Yeah, that's why. Well, no, this um, is a good question for Ryan in particular. Like there's only of the five of us, there's only one of us who jumps down. Uh, you know, really, I'm guessing most of us generally don't skate more than five or six stairs. Um, and that's for, generous. I, I can, that's right. For me, I mean, it's actually like two <laughs> or three if it's a low three. So I like no- I could nolly salad in 11. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, but Ryan, like, what, what does this mean for you, dude? Like you're, you, uh, you tend to actually, uh, you know, go at large obstacles. So are, do you feel any <laughs> reservations? At? Yeah. Go uh, at them. You approach yeah, you them. them. You no, approach them and then depart. I am like a, I'm a very much a part-time skater now. Um, both job wise and just, I'm totally fine taking a couple months off. I probably won't skate very much. And I just came off of shooting an interview um, for the last week with Solo, uh, with my friend Clem. And so we were, we skated a lot, like basically eight hours a day for like a week straight. And uh, I'm fine. Just I'm sore. And I'm just like, I just want to hike and take a break and hang out at my house and get work done. So hopefully, you know, it doesn't last more than a month or two, but uh, yeah, in terms of risking it, I mean, yeah, they mentioned that in the article. That's a real dickhead move. Like, I broke my finger over the summer, and if I had to go to the hospital now with a broken bone, yeah. I would feel like such a dumbass. You know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I almost got yeah. to switch three flip, though. <laughs> They're like, all right, sir, we don't have any hospital beds. <laughs> now I got beds. coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm just not, not worried about it. And I, at this stage of my life, I'm fine just taking a taking a month or two off. Uh, I know you. You will be skating, um, but d- probably just lighter. Yeah, that's probably right. Yeah, yeah what you I was just came earlier. from like a an eight day uh, gnarly session. Stop. <laughs> yeah, you're you're in you're in recovery brain right now, but you're, you're gonna have fiend brain in like four days. Yeah, that's probably Kev's, right. Kebs, Kebs, what about you? Are you gonna skate? I haven't been. Um, there's a young person in our community that has like Crohn's disease and like type one diabetes. And I was talking to his mom and I don't know, I just sort of felt kind of bad. And then I'm also seeing other people kind of going out sort of recklessly a little bit. And kind of at first I was like, man, this is fake. This is just the government trying to get us to trip out. And then I started thinking about a little bit more and talking to people that have like compromised immune systems um, or like my parents, for instance, who are in their seventies. And I started to think, okay, I have a really good immune system. Like I very rarely get sick, knock on wood. Um, and I always tell my friends, I'm like, take a bunch of vitamin C, like be super healthy, like drink a lot of water, like listen to your body. You know, I've always tried to promote that to my friends. Hopefully I don't annoy them too much, but I kind of just started to think like maybe my good immune system is just cause I'm younger and I'm for whatever reason, I'm just lucky. And so I should probably just shut up and 
you know, be quiet and just chill by myself for a few days. Yeah. But to be honest, I'm kind of going yeah. insane a little bit. <laughs> I feel like I'm kind of losing it. Um, being inside. Yeah. yeah. Might go push a around a little bit. home or something? I don't. Um, but I was just talking to my neighbor and there's like a tennis court. So me and her, we're probably going to go push around over there soon. Yeah. We kind of want to get a flat bar or something. I like wish I had stuff right yeah. now. Yeah. But yeah, I don't really want to go to the skate park. Like a couple people have kind of invited me to go skating and stuff. And I just, I don't know. I, it's like not just that I'm like kind of scared. I also just kind of want to be in solidarity with my homies. I know that for sure yeah, can't go that, outside. That's a hard line to balance because the the one thing that did just feel kind of like a little tone deaf was like fucking streets are closed, schools closed. It's our fucking holiday, yeah. and yeah. it was like no, yes, it's true. But you know, maybe let's try to like yeah, exactly like try to be in line uh, or to have a little more solidarity with, you know, with the movement and, and totally. the people who we should be looking out for. Mm. Yeah. And to be honest, like if I'm being really honest with myself, I neglect other shit all the time that I'm always like, well, I'm going skating. Actually, I'll do that later. And I'm, although it's hard, yeah. I'm trying to slowly chip away at those little things. Like I've had kind of some riff ideas yeah. for a while. I'd be like, okay, I want to play guitar, but I just kept putting it off. And so I played guitar yesterday for quite a while and was like working on a song and then, um, you know, I'm going to try to clean my house and water my plants and, you know, do stuff that I just adult shit that I just always put off. Hmm. This is like one of the only times in my yeah. life <laughs> that I'm going to have time to do yeah. it. So, that's, yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. Take care of home shit is, is key. And skating, yeah. it's so easy to use skating as an excuse to not do that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. It's like, oh, I need it for my fucking mental health. But I mean, you know, sometimes people do because you got to stay active to stay cool in your brain but yeah exactly it's like yeah if you can kind of put things in in perspective that's uh, yeah i respect the hell out of that uh our couch just almost died so we need to bring that back to life your what just almost How do you do that just not water it our indoor uh, cactus is it a, it's peyote yeah i wish um no uh so you just reminded me by watering my plants i'm like oh yeah we've got the cactus to revive that's like a project it's good to have projects. <laughs> yeah. um, I guess. I guess for me, one of the things was that I was, I, and and I don't I don't know how to quantify this or if this is anything more than just a feeling. I've been I've been impressed. Um, you know, we're alone. The only kind of consumption that we have of skateboard kind of culture right now is largely online. Like all of us are sitting at our homes, kind of just like absorbing, um, which, you know, is interesting because it is like a, a, a semi dry week in terms of skateboard content, right? There are no, there's no like banging video that's come out in the last few days. Um, but we, hey, there's been a couple it, from Seattle that we're ripping. Shout out to my homes. <laughs> there actually was, there were two really good Seattle videos that went up today, but today um, they did. They don't get past. I really love that bus crew video, the bus crew and venture video. Oh I loved God. that. Yeah. Did you yeah. see that Ted? No. Venture's got a solid street. Yeah. Edit this week. Yeah. Nice. Starring Phoenix's own or former own Dylan Messer. Yep. Uh, that, that was yeah. good to see. Um, yeah, that's that's one thing that is kind of um, confusing, which is like I, I, I talked about this before we were online, but we're going to see a bunch of clips that were filmed, obviously, before present tense. That's the nature of recorded media. Um, and it's like it's going to be homies and high yeah. fives and fucking 
just awesome like collective sessions and it's like man that gets me fucking hype but it's like it's kind of weird because you're like oh yeah from the well i mean time. i watched so my wife and i are re-watching succession uh oh lo- lovely, lovely show. show and last night was the episode where they're all like at one of the, one of their fucking banquets and there's just this room full of people and i felt my body like recoiling as i was watching i was like no you guys be careful don't no no god don't don't touch each <laughs> other jesus um so it's amazing yeah. it's amazing how quickly like things shift over and it does it does seem like we're suddenly yeah. watching things from a totally different world it's like we have entered into yeah. a a new form of reality and it's fucking wild but if i can get back to what yeah. i was saying i like i've been mostly really impressed by the way that skateboarders seem to be taking this very seriously um and i don't know if that's just yeah. like my particular avenue of skateboarding right like i filtered out a bunch of bullshit and like these are the people now that i listen to uh but man there are a lot of people who seem to be saying like yo this is this is on this is on all of us to take responsibility for those of us as kebs was saying as kristen was saying like who who have less protections who are a little more vulnerable in this circumstance. Are you guys finding that as well? Yeah. Like Mikey Taylor. Oh, fucking Mikey Taylor. Fucking hell, man. (laughs) Yeah. Take, take a month off, dude. Just like put, put the phone down, focus on your investments. Don't tweet. Uh, yeah. He didn't listen to my pyre. He didn't at all. Yeah. (laughs) The, the other pros are okay with the quarantine. Oh, Alfonso Uh, Rawls was a little, I don't know. There's this, there's like, I've said, there's this like reactionary cohort of uh, <laughs> skaters that I can't, that I can't connect with, but uh, no, uh, you know, Shane O'Neill's all good with it. Fucking Nyjah's good with it. Uh, Beeble's good with it because you know, they've all got their yeah. TFs. No, I, I don't yeah. know. I, I don't pay attention to a lot of that stuff. Um, it's crazy how but, much of like all that competitive skating stuff is getting postponed and canceled. And it has been like, I, was looking at a schedule and like there's been so many fucked up events in the last nothing. year. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's sending it for nothing. Imagine, imagine, imagine <laughs> sending it and <laughs> <laughs> imagine working out with yeah. a personal trainer after just being a skater your whole life. And all of a sudden you're like, all right, well I'm trying to be Olympian. I'm going to take this seriously. And then that right. shit just gets canceled. Yeah. You quit smoking weed. You're super focused. Yeah. At- I mean, what I'm scared of is, obviously the elephant in the room but facetiously what i'm scared of is the absolute deluge of just terrible home hobby selfie videos of like (laughs) i don't know what we're gonna see but it's gonna be like yeah jamie foy fucking picks up the ukulele (laughs) and he's gonna be he's gonna be playing uke scales and we're gonna be like fuck no and they're gonna be like hey do you like trevor colden's uh (laughs) illustrations like no, thank you. Um, <laughs> I don't not I guess, like Trevor. I, the idea of Trevor Colden's illustrations or Jamie Foy. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know why that name came to mind. <laughs> I will be playing guitar and doing a lot of jump rope, though. I was going to say, on the other hand, I, I feel a little worried about people who are kind of isolated and they're already shut ins. And this is going to be like really pressing times for them. Uh, yeah. Not seeing people. You know, a lot of people are. Yeah. If you have online communities that are strong that they can really get you through these times and so on on the other hand i'm like maybe there are people out there that could benefit from uh watching jamie foy play the ukulele (laughs) i would watch it yeah red bull hat Um, and all i mean i would watch it 
Well, I mean, it, yeah, I don't know. It's it's on brand. <laughs> I mean, I, I I guess I guess I guess the maybe the takeaway from all this is that, and it it almost goes without saying, but I guess nothing should go without saying these days is that, you know, the responsibility to check in on each other is just like exponentially higher, and also yeah. it becomes like yeah, yeah. a little less of a you know, there's always that sort of like, oh shit, I should, I should be more active in checking in on people. Like you've got all the time in the world. Like it's part of your life now, right? We could just all make it part of our kind of daily regimen that we like have a list of people that we reach out to. I don't know. I think, I think it's going to, uh, it's going to behoove all of us to become a lot more sort of um, active in the sort of things that we kind of talk about abstract abstractly, right? Like, Oh, we should check in on people and make sure they're okay. Like you really should, you know, it's like, it's like a heat wave with the elderly in your neighborhood, right? Like, Oh man, these people don't have air conditioning. I should literally go knock on their door. And now we don't knock on each other's doors. We're not going to go over into each other's houses. So like we got to be a lot more vigilant and active in, doing whatever we can to reach out. I don't know. I started sending letters. I started writing. I've got this old sort of. That's very right. It's incredibly fun. I mean, is there anything you <laughs> like more than receiving a letter? I mean, it's I, I fucking just get tickled every time one shows up. And I have these I've got all sorts of old skate, like old vans, um, like postcard photo books. And there's like this old photo book. That I guess it was Joe Brock of like, oh, here's like Dylan reader. And like it's it's a postcard. Oh. And it's like, oh, Jesus, I'm going to send these out. Um, so I don't know. I think I think there are a lot of ways that we can make a project out of the very thing that might keep our, you know, the, the, the people we sort of know from online or from skateboarding actually keep them a little more, um, sane during all this. Yeah. Handwritten letters are great, but have you ever heard of Twitch, Kyle? <laughs> what, what, <laughs> or, can or you Twitter. say more, Ryan? <laughs> yeah. No, I, uh, I set up a Twitch stream the other day, uh, to, to watch skate videos with people and I'm going to give everyone in this chat, uh, access to it so that, um, if you want to watch skate videos with us, you can. I was actually thinking about this like a month ago uh, because I just realized that I don't watch any of the new skate videos that come out because I don't live with any people who skate anymore. And I just have a hard time watching them by myself. And so I was like, man, there needs to be like an online kind of... I, I think that there already are some people who are doing Twitch streaming, uh, watching skate vids. But um, yeah, and then Andrew Morell uh friend of the pod he he mentioned something about it too and so i think jankum's gonna be setting something up uh that's similar which will be rad and i'm just like the more the merrier yeah. I, ho- I hope that a lot of people are doing more online kind of community organ they're not organizing but you know community events yeah. that people can feel like they're getting at least some of the experience of skating without having to go out and do it you know if yeah. if we are going to in fact be inside for i think maybe a month yeah i think I, what i miss is like the social aspect like if i'm thinking about it like i could maybe the reason why i'm not motivated to go skate outside is like i just don't like <laughs> it sounds ridiculous like what am i going to do like a kickflip like i don't know right. like i miss like playing <laughs> skate like i miss I miss like bullshitting with my friends and like I have this friend that I skate with on yeah. Monday nights, our women in trans session. And I always go up to them. I'm like, yo, Deej, what are we learning tonight? What are we learning? Right. And where I was like, oh, fuck, whatever. And maybe they try something and we both try it and we're kind of like almost like challenging each other to land it and stuff. And like I miss that. I miss like the I mean, for me, we have like a big circle at the beginning and ending of every class and like everyone gets to like 
talk to each other and greet each other. Like I miss, like that's what I miss. I miss yeah. that. And so, that's a really no, cool gotta, realization you to me. Train. Yeah. <laughs> Put in, put in those headphones. This is your Rocky montage, Kristen. Well, so this is the road, so, this I'm is the such road a jock, and I can't even get behind that, dude. I can't because. <laughs> so this is Ted Barrow. You you skate alone a lot, right? Like you you have your kind of routines. Yeah. Is there anything you can share with us about the daily like routine. no the like daily what's, operation? What's your I've, approach? Like, uh, is it a, is it is it a state of mind? Are are there like is it um, like a root like an actual like X Y Z routine? that you get into like how does it how do you do it okay so uh develop a thorny personality <laughs> alienate anyone who ever wanted to be your friend uh-huh, uh-huh. yep envelop no uh i mean yeah it's it's actually kind of hard and i know what you mean Kristen, when you're like what am i going to do a kickflip the answer is no yeah <laughs> you're not going to do a kickflip <laughs> what you're going to do is is like push to a spot and like take a lot more time than you normally would warming up because you're doing it on your own. So if you want to do 20 50 fifties on a curb, no one's there to judge you do the 20 50 fifties on the curb. Yeah. And then little by little, you can kind of convince yourself to like try this one thing or try this other thing. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's really, it truly is a very solitary uh, and in many ways boring activity, but you start to like it after a while. Yeah, I, I used no. to skate all by myself all the time when I was in high school. Yeah. I had like a little flat It's hard to do as an adult. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's super weird to do as an adult. At least like when, you, when you're with a crew, you kind of have like you have company and you, it's you all against the world that's looking at you like you're weird. Right. But yeah. there's a special feeling of like, I don't care what the world thinks if I'm weird skating by yourself yeah. you get over it quick i think also when i was like younger it's like you're at school all day and you're around like your peers and there's all these people around you all the time and so skating by myself when i was like in middle school and high school is like not that big of a deal because i kind of wanted yeah. to be alone yeah. whereas now as an adult i feel like most of my professional day a lot of times i'm working alone um or independently on different projects um because i work in like, yeah. a really small environment so i think the social aspect of skateboarding i really uh is what brings me up Often like landing something new is really awesome. Trying something and slamming all of that is like exhilarating and everything. But like what I miss, I think right now, I think related to my oscillation is just the bullshitting that happens around skateboarding, that community, that, that social aspect. I mean, weirdly like group chats are good for that. You know, like I always kind of, as you all know, but, um, you know, you self, you film something and it's kind of dorky and then you just send it to the group chat and someone's like, yeah, ugh, whatever, no? <laughs> like, yeah. it, it's usually, yeah, or, yeah. mostly, yeah. Don't let it keep you from not skating, honestly. Like, the important thing is just to, like, for your own well-being, like, don't think about it. Um, I mean, understand the privilege that we all have, like, to be able to skate at all. But also just consider it. This is like taking care of yourself. This is getting exercise. This is being outside and clearing your lungs. So one of the things I, I find if I'm going to skate alone is that I, I really love um, making a kind of mission out of it. Like I won't just go to a spot and like skate the spot alone because that I find that to get like, it doesn't, it doesn't work for me. Like what I like about a skate spot is exactly what Chris and you were just talking about, right? Like the social element of it, the kind of occupation together that we are all kind of engaged in the same thing. Um, but if I'm solo, I will skate like four or five non spots and make a kind of loop out of it yeah. and, 
make it into a kind of journey and like some element of travel built into it, right? Where I'm actually pushing down the street and, you know, popping up curbs and popping down curbs, like scraping a tail over sewer caps or whatever. Like I, I do a lot more kind of transit, like a lot more movement. Um, yeah. It's like Legend yeah, of Zelda. Yes. Thank you. Finally, <laughs> finally, we can talk about it. But where you just, yeah, just cruise it, man. Yeah. It's, it's like, well, let's just go out. Um, you meet a small wizard and he asks you if you'd like to buy a bar of wax. <laughs> In order to get the okay. wax, you must first go to the, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's true. Like it, it, it does. It, it ends up being, it's a different experience. It's totally different than like posting up at a park with a bunch of skaters and like trying to like get better. Um, but man, I, I sure enjoy it if I'm moving around. I still don't fuck yeah, with headphones though. Nah, I don't yeah. fuck with headphones. And the reason why is because I think skateboarding is one of the beautiful things about it is the sensory elements. For sure. Um, there's a guy named yeah. Joel Pippis that does a lot of research and work around this with like whole skateboarding. If you haven't heard of that, check it out. It's rad. Um, and he works with kids that have, you know, really gnarly backgrounds, different um, behavioral health things going on. And, um, you know, one of the things that they he's really looked at is just the sensory aspects of skateboarding, like just kind of going over the cracks and pushing and the repetitive like motion and I think when I'm skating by myself, that's what feels really fun yeah. is that aspect of it. I'm so much more in tune mm -hmm. with like the ground and like versus like when I'm skating socially, I'm sort of like looking around at my friends all the time interacting. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like when you're by yourself, yeah. you're like really feeling it, which is I, definitely different. I fuck with headphones big time <laughs> when I skate alone. Yeah, but, same with me. But, but I take them really? out when I film the selfie clips because... <laughs> What do you listen to, Joe Rogan? In there, what do you listen to? I feel. Yeah, what are you listening to? Um, one one time. It's a bad look. One time. Okay, so a couple things have happened. One, I've had to proof episodes while oh, I've sure. been skating, so I've been listening to us, which is fucking awful. <laughs> I've done that too. Uh, really? Uh, two. Two. The only the only uh, podcast I've listened to while I was skating was uh, The Intercept and it's like a news mm -hmm. show and it's like I, I made it about like five minutes in and I was like yeah I cannot fucking do this while I'm actually trying tricks but if I'm doing commuting skating I can do 15 minutes of that show easy like I'm catching up in my car or something but when I skate I skate to the Diaz Brothers by the Mountain Goats. Dude, I can't good. listen to like ah mountain. Yeah, dountains. dude, I, I can't handle it. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's I like respect, a little too I respect for me. him. I respect him so much as a writer, but Jesus, that voice. I salute you. It's like Austin yeah. Gillette's voice. Have we talked about Austin Gillette's voice yet on his singing? Have we? Li has has anybody listened to Is his it albums? Like David Beckham's voice. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I was driving some people to Mexico a couple weeks ago and uh, there was a woman in the car who I, I did, had just met on the trip and a Mountain Goats song came on and she and she's like, is this like a junior high school band? Or? 
cohort, the cohort of of Mountain Goats fans are like the the people who just missed being into Jonathan Green young adult fiction. Interesting. That that's like a big a very big section <sighs> of his uh, fan base, but. I think he's um, an incredible writer. I just, yeah, his voice, man. Nope. There's just, I just don't know how I you skate to that. The, the I don't know. That's a very poppy one of them. The it's thing that I was going to say, stuff. Kristen, earlier to your point is that at least for me, like when skating becomes your job, it takes on a variety of forms. So like sometimes skating is something I do that's therapeutic or cathartic. And sometimes it's just like fucking exercise because I'm going on a trip in a week and I'm just like, just all right, legs. well. I don't really, yeah, I get my skate legs. And so sometimes I'll just go do manuals, you know, skate a flat ledge and I can listen to music or even a podcast if I'm doing that. feels fine. Oh. Yeah, I can't trick in podcasts. Do you find that you get more patient when you skate alone? I kind of get more uh, mad like, at myself. Yeah, if I enter, if I enter no, a different I, mode, yeah, I, I feel like I am more patient <laughs> because I think that I'm a little bit of a performer. And so when I skate with friends, I tend to stretch less and like want to get into... Uh, yeah. like a higher energy space. Yeah. The thing that Ted was saying is like, yeah, you do 20, 50, 50s. Mm -hmm. Like I would never do that when I go to the session at the park or whatever. But when I do skate alone, I do like just, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to like nose manual pretty far on this like endless curb, endless sidewalk or something, or I'm going to just, I don't know, do literally a hundred kickflips like yeah or not i don't count them but it's just like i go oh, i'm gonna do i'm gonna like go until i get a, a good kickflip on flat right so to to kristen's point when i am going to go out i am going to do a kickflip you know <laughs> uh that's interesting that you guys brought that up that like skating around by yourself you skate a little bit differently because i feel like for me it's it's different because most of the times I skate, I'm like at like a skate, like a girl night or something like, or at least that's twice a week yeah. or I'm with com that community. And it is 100% not weird to completely be in everyone's way that's skating the ledge and like just put your board up there and like stand in 50 50 and then get off of it and everyone's like cool that person just wanted to try that but like that would not fly at the skate park like people would be like get the fuck out of the way um right. so i think that's interesting <laughs> yeah. is like i uh i definitely don't have that as much like i definitely uh -huh. feel that way if i'm skating like a heated session and everyone's getting i'm like okay i'm not gonna like do you know 50 50 the ledge a bunch of times you know i'm gonna move along but like for the a lot of the yeah. times when i'm skating like with like my community in seattle like that's like totally normal. Like there's hella mm. beginners at the sesh that are like in the way and doing their thing. And yeah. then we're just kind of cruising all around each other. It's kind of interesting mm. to think about. Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> well, that's uh, very cool of your sessions. We do not have those. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you I, could. But you could, although you I could. do set my board up on top of the manual pad and try to do heel flips off of it. Uh, I think it's a funny, ironic joke. <laughs> Nobody else is interested in it or has a good time while I do it. Oh, man. Um, uh, do yeah. you guys have you guys thought of or seen these things going around about supporting skate shops by buying? Yeah, products? yeah, yeah. What do you guys do? You guys uh, feel that um, for for the ones of you? I think Kyle, you maybe said that you had bought some sort of online uh, credit for for a bookstore. Or uh, no, this shop? is actually um, it's it's a clothing and a 
and apparel shop uh, that's right around the corner for me. It's run. Uh, it's called Wolf Bait and B Girls. It's in Chicago's hot, hot, hot Logan Square neighborhood, um, and it's run by a woman named Shirley Klenitz, uh, who I've known as long as I've been here. I would walk my dog in there every single day, at least once a day, for like the last fourteen years. Um, and it's all Chicago makers, like it's all women makers and it's all, you know, it just incredibly cool, weird handmade stuff. Um, and you know, I just know factually that this is going to be, um, potentially catastrophic, like shutting down when, you know, th we, there is just a whole class of business that has the, the slimmest margins that are just barely hanging on right now. Um, mm -hmm. you know. Skate, skate shops, shop fall skate shops that. fall into that. Nonprofits fall into that. Like organizations fall into that. Um, and so I don't know. I mean, one of the things that I'm finding some energy uh, in in the last couple of days is like coming up with a strategy to do like kind of budget a way that I can do what I can to try to help out. Because I mean, you know, frankly, the thing that I'm finding very, very terrifying right now about our current situation is um, what it's going to mean to the landscape when we come out of here, right? Like politically, what's going to change? Like who's going to use this as an opportunity to, um, cl you know, claim a little bit more power. Like how is Amazon going to grow from this? Like how are big corporations going to swoop in when these little businesses are, are eliminated yeah. and so on? Like, and so if there's anything I can do and, you know, I'm in a good place right now financially that if I can, you know, every day buy something from some small bit, you know, either a restaurant or, uh, you know, the boutique around the corner or uprise, you yeah. know, just do whatever I can to, to, to contribute or, you know, donate directly to, um, the staff who have been laid off during these times. Like there are yeah. just so many opportunities and I don't know, I think it's now is just not a time for like, there's this whole thing, you know, online, particularly on Twitter, where it's like, if you do something good and you talk about it, you're like somehow bragging and you're like a virtue signaler. You're like, you're like, Oh, mm -hmm. look at me. I'm so good. And I just feel like right now, all that shit's off the table. Like we should all brag as much as possible about all the good things we're doing and try to rally as many people as possible to give five bucks to the skate shop or to, you know, throw down to the GoFundMe for the, the staff of the local bar that you go to. Like we got to do this. We have to do it. Yeah. And it's not a time to be humble about it. It's a time to talk about it and be very upfront about like, yo, if you can do anything, you should. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that's the thing that I've been thinking is like, it, it's very hard to be critical of any strategy that's trying to, you know, help skate shops through, you know, people were like, you know, go to the skate shop today, like buy a sweatshirt if you can. People are like, don't buy a sweatshirt, buy a gift card. And you're like, I don't, I don't yeah. give a fuck. Just get, get some money into the skate shop if yeah. you can. I know a lot of people are just trying to hunker down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw that movement kind of picking up some conversation and I just thought it was, um, it was a good thing. Cause I think about our Valley skate shops and, uh, and the ones around the country that, yeah, they have staffs of three to five right. people who get paid cash like, often not. off the books. Like, you know, here you work today, here's your 80 to a hundred dollars, you know, try not to spend it all at the bar tonight or like whatever it is. And it's, yeah. Fuck. I mean, it's tough. And I, yeah. I do not like thinking about a world where, you know, we are all suddenly healthy and we we've beat the pandemic, but suddenly like everything that we associate with the world is now gone. Mm -hmm.
Yeah. I definitely uh, don't want to have to ask Amazon. No, never. It's going to get awkward. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. One thing that that sort of jogged my mind, Kyle, is that like often like the the businesses that are maybe on the like making very small margins that are the most at risk right now. Like think about the people that are patrons of those establishments. Like if we think about a skate shop, like, well, it's skaters and where do skaters mostly work? Bars, restaurants, service industry, their students. These are people that don't have a lot of disposable income. So maybe the ask is like less about asking our friends that are normally the patrons of those, those businesses that might be struggling, but asking maybe the one, two, three handful of people that we know that maybe do yeah. have more disposable income to choose to support yeah, yeah, those yeah. smaller businesses instead of Amazon. Because yeah. I think it, yeah. or like other, you know what I mean? If, if you can choose to to buy your next pair of socks at the skate shop, do it. You know, maybe we're asking our dads and, yeah. you know, something like our parents, our, you know, other people in our lives, our neighbors, you know, that have a little bit more money, if we can ask them to... Yeah support the small businesses. Cause I, I do feel like there is a little bit of like a, an awkward pinch there because it's like, yeah. you're asking people to spend money that, you know what I mean? Like I would love to go support the local skate shop, but like if I knew that like this was going to be over next week and I'd go back to work, then hell yeah. Right. But like, it's, there's so much unknown yeah. and we're asking people that already are kind of on the margins of society to like, like financially speaking. To yeah. 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 Try to step, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, Maybe maybe we take that just one step. Beyond yeah, I mean, well. sh- shame is yeah. a really powerful thing, right? Like, I would totally. like to shame anyone with money to be more generous right now. Um, I don't want to <laughs> yeah. shame shame anyone who is low on resources for being low on resources, right? I mean, it's it's hard. Oh yeah, if you've got five hundred bucks, right. it's not like yeah, do not go right. buy a hoodie right, right now. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I mean, I think one of the things we're living through right now is a real a real sort of object lesson in just how completely. F- fucked up it is that all of these resources exist, right? Like they exist. Everything we need exists and is in someone's network of international financial accounts, right? Like there are people and we know their names who, if they so chose, could press a button and give everyone in America a living wage for the next month. Like these people have these resources. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it just is, I think a real reckoning for, Anyone who has disposable income, like, okay, well, what if it wasn't disposable? Like, what if instead it was doing some sort of work or it wasn't just like the extra you've got, it was actually doing something. So anyway, yeah, that's my thought. And and, and obviously not to, doesn't take away from the fact that, you know, there are bigger needs in the world than skate shops. You know, there's like a childcare crisis potentially like that, but you know, money needs to go some places, but while you know, while I have a microphone and while I go to skate shops, I'm going to talk about <laughs> yeah, the for skate sure. shops. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, I hope, I don't know, at the end of this, I hope not only do we all know how to wash our hands better and, you know, take public health more seriously, but like that this radicalizes us in a little way and like realize how like fragile, like our, our system fragile. is being propped up. And um, yeah, and I hope people don't have yeah. any, you know, unnecessary suffering, but that it does radicalize us to a yeah, degree. Agreed. Should we pyre any should we pyre anything or should we should we keep it positive? Yeah, I feel like it, it we should uh kind of keep spirits light. I mean other than pyring, you know, once again, we already hit it, but just the types of people who are like, you know, why do you guys think this is a big deal? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, no time for yeah. you right now. 
I made the mistake of going on um, to, I, I should admit this to everyone. Uh, I made the mistake of going and checking in on Bobby Pulio's Instagram account. Can't be good. It's very, good. it's very numbers driven right now, man. And it's very, uh, it's very suspicious about the origins of the virus, et cetera. And man, it's like, fuck. Well, I don't know. This is a whole conversation about what kind of world that would be like to live in. But I prefer ours where we're doing what we can uh, to support one another, especially those of us who need the support most. One thing that I'm really thankful for, uh, I'm not typically a count your blessings kind of guy. Uh, I feel like the Ted's here get a little curmudgeon-y. But uh, it, it's that... Uh, I'm very fortunate to have a yard. I know not everybody is. It's not very large, but it's large enough for my dog to take a shit in. And it's large <laughs> enough for me to take a ladder to my roof. And it is almost perfect outside. And uh, we have uh, we have a pack to watch the sunset every day uh, while the weather That's is That's beautiful. And uh, Ted, I hope that the California climate it's is so nice. suiting you. I love not it. The, yeah. Yeah. If, if not the economic and political bio uh, yeah there's been some beautiful sunsets as the world burns but so that's what uh, i'm i'm good on things are getting me hyped um i'm still gonna watch a lot of skating and i'm super thankful for that and you guys this made me feel a lot better yeah nice yeah, I feel nice, so much better. To talk to nice talking y'all like skating by myself <laughs> Yeah, have yeah, a destination, man. Make it a make it a. I'll path. go skate by myself with you. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to Facetime Facetime skate? <laughs> Is that a thing oh my we can God. do? Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, like uh, I want to play someone skate on. I'm do- I'm oh down my- for that, Kristen. Oh, that would be really funny. That'd be fun. I'll do that. Let's go. That'd be actually um, sick. <laughs> I would cheat. I would definitely right, cheat. Well, I think. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna develop <laughs> a whole yeah. new economy of, of skating virtually. When this oh, is all done. Well, I think we did it. Yeah. 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 Thanks, y'all. We, we was, made an episode. Be safe only, out there. That was good. Any, oh, sorry. What? <laughs> Let me just talk over it, you. It was an hour, but there's about 10 minutes out of that that's technical difficulties, which is pretty yeah. good, I think. Yeah, we'll, we'll have a nice yeah. brief one. Yeah, it's um, nice and smooth. The Very Corona good. episode. Credits music was by, is by, Alana Bryan, I-L-A-N-A dot B-R-Y-N-E on Instagram, or you can find more of her music on Bandcamp at naivetracks.bandcamp.com, that's tracks with an X. Our logo and graphic design, as always, hasn't changed since day one by Michael Warfel, at W-O-R-F-U-L Warfel. And for our fine ProFlow team from Patreon.com, we've got credits for each of you coming up. VHS copy of Narcotica on the couch at the skate shop. Cameron Jimmo will not be handing Evan Cunningham a bar of wax because they're too scared to be the person who waxes the lead to the park.
High Energy Skate Crew is only on Zoom. James Martin will be giving no dabs, not even an elbow bump. Terrence still in Rooney won't be spiking the ball at his volleyball game. Lars Garvey Lang Peterson won't win Phoenix Am this year. Neil Shoemaker will not be asking his friend whether he wants it filmed horizontal or vertical. But Sean will finally learn how to get that Instapot they were gifted. Kristen Lukey will film a front feeble on a small flat bar from the comfort of her home. Lucy will finally start a good skate podcast. And Sean Doyle will finally dust off his copy of the prison notebooks. Stone Friesen will finally sort out that pants situation. William Rickman will also finally sort through something. Those old VX tapes. Sean Hannafin will land the first three flippin' years in his backyard. His boys will marvel at it. We are very thankful and we love you very much for the support you've given us thus far. Thank you again.